sounds like a weekend with Cardi B. Hey yo! Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh. Here we are. Here we are. Welcome to another episode of Screen Fix, the show where we will fix a recent film. I am host JC. With me, co-host Torpedo. Say hi to everybody. You're hey, back. Hey, hey. There it is. She's back, everybody. And with us, very special guest, pro sports blogger, Jess. Jess, why don't you say hi to everybody? Hello, everybody. All right. And what team is it that you represent with your with your sports blogging? I write for a, a, a little site called Mile High Report. We cover all things Denver Broncos and now Russell Wilson. Mm. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Are you an actual Broncos fan? Yes. Okay. I am. I, I am actually a season ticket holder, and I live in another state. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Go yeah. I, I, I love it. <laughs> I, I, w- I went to the Hall of Fame as a correspondent for Mile High Report and did uh, all the media things that you do up in the press box and uh, you know a lot of tweeting, a lot of Do they have good, good food? Uh, no, they had hot dogs. That's all. Oh. <laughs> At yeah. the Hall of Fame press box? <laughs> yeah. You know, you haven't lived until you've seen Mike Golick with, like, four hot dogs in his mouth at once. <laughs> uh, I also am an avid uh, video game enthusiast. Actually, you should in- introduce me. That should be my the reason why I'm here, other than Sparky. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have an arcade in my oh, basement. All right, you have I, an arcade. Yeah, I, okay. you know, I'm, I'm well steeped in the, uh, in, in the mythos. I'm very excited to be here today. We are here to talk about a video game adaptation, which is apropos for you. You have your own underground arcade. I do. I do. It's awesome. Tell us about about this underground arcade. Well, uh, so yeah, I've uh, I've been acquiring uh, arcade cabinets for uh, the better part of about I don't know, 10 years, and uh, have, have amassed a, a small arcade, a token machine, slot machines, uh, you know, anything coin-operated, it, it's down here, and uh, and I can fix it most of the time, and uh, I just love, uh, you know, the old-school games. I was raised on Nintendo, played a lot of Sonic back in the day, really kind of excited to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh, yes, we are talking about the sequel to, I believe it was the most successful video game adaptation of all time. This one has actually taken it over. The sequel has taken it over as the most successful video adaptation of all time. We must be talking about the game full of rings and hogs. And not porcupines. He's going fast. He's the other word. We must be talking about Sonic the Hedgehog (laughs) 2. Quick stretch, little snack, and here we go. Sonic, I love that you want to help make a difference. Mind if I drive? No. Ah! You're being reckless. Don't worry, nobody's gonna get hurt. Pretending to be Batman. Blue Justice, trademark pending. You're still just a kid. Woo-hoo! Trust me, there will come a moment when your powers will be needed. But you don't choose that moment. That moment chooses you. I just got goosebumps. Wait a second, did you steal that from Oprah? Papa's got a brand new stash. Since I've been gone, I've discovered the source of ultimate power. That sounds big. It's been on my vision board for years. Hope I'm not 
too late. I'm sorry, who are you? Name's Tails. Okay, this is what we're gonna do. Step one, light taunting. Step two, I have no idea. Face it, you're never going to get my power. Do I look like I need your power? Where are my manners? Sonic, meet Knuckles. Alright, so I have known our guest for a long time. We both worked in film production in the early 2000s in Los Angeles. We were two bright-eyed youths full of big dreams. We went to Tinseltown. Yeah. Yes, the yeah. place of Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. Oh, it was a classy time. Not like today, where you can turn on Netflix and see cleavage and, and people's tallywhackers. It was a classier time. Although I did hear that Clark Gable was quite well endowed. I'm so confused. Is that Phyllis Diller? <laughs> Sorry, I just went off into some some old-timer remembering Tinseltown. No, okay, so we worked in a L.A. Not exactly glitz and glamour for us, I don't think. What is a, any memory you have of that time period? I remember you were on West Wing. I was working on Boomtown. Oh, Boomtown. As well as various movies and commercials. I remember I worked on a Dodge Dart commercial at one point. Yeah, so movies, TV shows, commercials. I, I do have a memory, actually. Yeah, I remember... We worked on a little television series called American Family. We both worked on that. That's right. It was shot at like this little dumpy soundstage in downtown Los Angeles. I, I'm sure they've leveled it now and put it in <laughs> It was awful. Yeah, dangerous. It was awful dangerous. That <laughs> show had Raquel Welch and uh, Edward James Olmos. It had Edward James Olmos. That's the focus of my story is uh, Edward James almost rolled in very excited for his uh, a script read through the only thing he was there for was to read the script with the other actors and he forgot his reading glasses and somehow the responsibility to run out to a save-on in downtown Los Angeles and buy him a new pair of disposable reading glasses fell onto me and I always just thought it was really funny that he had one, he literally had showed up for one thing and he couldn't, yeah. he couldn't do the, like the most basic, like I, I can't even function and read. Yeah. You had one job. I ended up moving from production assistant up to assistant to the the writer producer, a woman named Barbara Martinez Jitner. I, I remember the entire writing process was really suspect. Like if she wanted to do a scene that was about people on the beach, she would make me drive to this video store. And I would have to go in and talk to this guy. I mean, this is a guy who works in a video store in L.A., so he knows everything about movies. Like, you could be like, I need a movie where, like, a dog farts. And he knows every movie where a dog farts. He's like, which of the Beethoven series? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I remember going in there and I being like, I need movies where people kiss on the beach. He was like, oh, I've got it. And he just starts pulling movies, pulling DVDs out. And I, I had to take all those DVDs, go back to, to the office, fast forward every one of these movies to the scene where someone kisses, timestamp it, have it all ready. And then she would come in and we would watch every one of these scenes and we would have to just sit there and take copious notes. And everything she liked from every one of those scenes is what she would write. Like notes on their positioning. Tongue, no tongue. Right. Like a hip thrusting. Yes. 
<laughs> oh. So basically she would, the strategy she took towards writing was take all of the scenes, pick out the best thing she liked and just do that. So, and that was, that was my job. That's why every episode was a remake of From Here to Eternity. Exactly. So yeah, that's funny. I forgot that we both worked on that series. My cousin was the line producer. There, there you go. I think I there's f- the connection. <laughs> I feel there left out. Oh, because yeah. of ho- well, also, well, it's funny how you mentioned like having to go and do like really weird tasks, like save on. But of course, on. it was downtown LA, so the nearest save on was like 25 minutes away. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember stuff really, really goofy. Like uh, on the set of Boomtown, there was this one director, John Avnet. And he liked, these are reasons why I left, if I'm being completely honest. John Avnet, he loved Tootsie Rolls. So every production assistant figured out that he liked Tootsie Rolls. So every, so they would all keep Tootsie Rolls in their pockets. And on the off chance he asked for a Tootsie Roll, you would see this rush of people like, oh, Tootsie Rolls, Tootsie, start digging in their pocket because they wanted to be the one. The exemplar of Tootsie Roll readiness. <laughs> He's like, you don't happen to have a slightly warmed Tootsie Roll in your pocket, do you? No, and the th- <laughs> thing is like they couldn't be like little tootsie rolls they had to be like the ones that have the paper on the three sides the long one. Oh yeah, yeah that was yeah, yeah. no that's yeah. that's pretty serious so so just it's little probably because the little ones would would turn to goo and like <laughs> stick to the wrapper and you just so are these you know, like put it in your mouth right out of college like these this job or like have you been in the industry and this no they still these made ones you are right do stuff out of like college. that these ones are right okay so i'll tell really really quick my best la story i was gonna say so sonic like, 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 while I have my pal here, though, who knew me way back. Way back in the day, yeah. Is this pre or post Tijuana trip? That's a story for an X-rated podcast. That's what I want to hear. Uh, no. So uh, I was leaving one of the sets one day, and the second second AD, because in Hollywood it's ridiculous, and you can't have a third AD, you have to have a second second. So the second second AD took me to the, the bus stop, because I was taking the buses from wherever we were shooting on location all the way back to Glendale. And I sat down at this bus stop, and then I realized that I didn't have any money. So I, I sent him a, a, a text real quick, and he turned back around. I went over to his car. He gave me money for the bus, and I sat back down. Just as he went around the corner, I heard, beep, beep, and a cop car comes around the corner and pulls him over. And I hear a bunch of commotion, talking, blah, blah. He comes back around and goes, I just got pulled over for soliciting prostitution. Oh, my God. Like, a parent. <laughs> <laughs> And I go like, why? You just handed me money at this bench. And he goes, turn around. And I turned around and my bus stop was in front of a place called Tomcat, which was like a large gay porno theater. Oh. On, yeah, it's on uh, it's on Melrose. I was always impressed by their titles that they would have on the, on the marquee. It was, <laughs> yes. Apparently, I looked like a prostitute. Yeah. Well, is that if that's a positive? Not a for your Hollywood career, I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great that, that's a great way to move into Sonic, a kids movie episode. All right, here we go. Kids. All right, so Sonic. This is the sequel to the first Sonic, which like I said was the highest grossing, the most successful video game movie of all time. And this one they definitely dig deeper 
into Sonic lore. Let's just go into it. So basically everybody returned from the first one. Jeff Fowler is back. Of course, he made his theatrical directorial debut with the first one. Before the first Sonic, he was mostly an animator and a visual effects guy, but he did work on the cutaway movies, the CG movie production for the 2005 video game Shadow the Hedgehog. I love Shadow. Then you must be stoked about this yes. because yeah, that end credit scene with Shadow. Oh, spoiler. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right. Hey, Already. You shouldn't be listening to this if So anyway, after this, he set to direct a reboot of The Pink Panther. Another one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> an animated Pink Panther. That would be great. I'll take an animated one over another. Steve Martin. That, that was not good. And now I Let's need more info. It's just going to be an Owens Corning commercial. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. No, it's it's a live no. action hybrid. No. Centered on the cat. Hopes were raised and then they were dead. How do we feel about that? A hybrid Pink Panther film directed by Jeff Fowler. Uh, what do you think, Torpedo? Um, I need to know who's in it. I'm not True. like all about it. <laughs> the, the Panther is not actually a character that has appeared in any of the Pink Panther movies other no. than in the credit sequences. Right. So I, yeah. I have questions. There was the Pink Panther cartoon series. D- did you watch it when you were a kid? I did watch it when I was a kid. I yeah. did also. Me too. Yeah. But all right, what was your favorite moment from that? So I remember nothing. I just remember that I watched it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's it, it's like <laughs> it, it, it all comes back to fiberglass insulation. <laughs> <laughs> it does. What the uh, Owens Corning? Uh-huh. Pink footprints. It's clear that this house is built with high quality building products. <laughs> so yeah. So pink, pink panther. So apparently he's gonna be the CGI character live action hybrid guy, just like just like James Marsden is the CGI slash live action actor. He's in this and it's in Hop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He looked old in this movie. You thought he looked old? Why? I thought he looked old. Wait, it, it, explain. Like, what part of his face made him look old? Like, all of it looked more sunken in. He had bags under his eyes. Hollywood does that. Jason used to look like Edward James almost. Oh. I was his double on American Family. Well, yeah, every PA was because they didn't have <laughs> the money for stand-in. <laughs> I worked on this, this movie once and they didn't have anywhere to tape this like caution tape and there was this like hole in the floor so they put a piece of tape on the wall ran the caution taped it to me and made made me <laughs> made me stand in front of the hole yeah oh yeah no it, i always used degrade to degrade it if if there was ever a fire on set it was far less expensive to put the fire out using a production assistant <laughs> fire extinguisher <laughs> You guys are literally like breaking the dreams of these 21 year old kids listening to this podcast, wanting to go to Hollywood. I consider it community service. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, boy. And then, of course, we've got returning as the voice of Sonic, Ben Schwartz. Do you continue to enjoy Ben Schwartz? as sonic jess he's suddenly everywhere he was in he's in the reboot of ducktales he's like in everything that my kids watch and i'm like oh my god it's that guy so he's like becoming like a, a go-to kids movie or yeah. kids show voice actor well and i have a problem with the fact that they redid the voices of huey dewey and louie so that you could understand what they were saying <laughs> right oh no you want to talk screen fix that is, like are they just admitting that the whole donald duck voice thing was a bad idea from the <laughs> beginning or but, like, I mean, Donald's voice is still like that, and he got Daisy, and Daisy's fire. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Daisy's fire. I just don't understand. They're like, we got the Sonic guy. We got we can't have him do the Donald voice for the Sonic. Time the out. Jess, how old are your kids? Eight and nine. Okay. I got a long way to go. I have a two-year-old. <laughs> I've got two dogs. <laughs> so then, of course, uh, you know, Jim Carrey is back as Dr. Eggman Robotnik. Obviously, for this one, he's got a little bit more of the classic look with the mustache. But he actually said he was interested in wearing an actual fat suit that would make him look more like an egg. I hope they do that next movie. Like, it's a gradual transition <laughs> into the video game. What do you think about this, though? This month, he announced that he was considering retiring from acting. And they said that the role of Dr. Robotnik would not be recast if he retired. I'm really upset about that. He's coming back. He I has to. Of course he is. Oh, yeah. This, they're, they're, you know, no it, one else a, can do that like him. Long con. Yeah, they made two incredibly successful movies. They're not going to let him just be like, I'm done. I'm just going to paint. I'm just going to paint my <laughs> shitty political pictures. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to grow my hair out again and become right. a Sweet, crazy thing. I'm going to yeah. just retire and talk about how much I want to creep on Emma Stone. This is a message for Emma Stone. Emma, I just wanted to let you know that uh, I think you're all the way beautiful. Not just pretty, but smart and kind-hearted. And if I were a lot younger, I would marry you. We would have chubby little freckle-faced kids. We'd laugh all day long go camping and play Yahtzee and tell ghost stories by the fire and sex. And every day for the rest of your life, you would thank God that I was the appropriate age for you. First girls are easy. He was hoping at least one was easy. Hater. Uh, I hope he doesn't retire, even though after he made Kick-Ass 2, he said he was against the film because the violence. Like, you read the script, right? He's, I'm sorry, Jim Carrey's slightly obnoxious. All right, here we go. Slightly? <laughs> I mean, do you see how he acts? <laughs> I'm like, uh. Did you not see any of the Ace Ventura movies? I'm like Tommy Lee Jones. Bumblebee I, Tuna. I can't sanction his buffoonery. How do you feel about this move? James Marsden has actually confirmed that he's signed on for multiple sequels. Marsden will continue in this universe. Good news, Marsden. Do you love Marsden, even though he now has turkey neck? I mean, turkey neck. Do I think <laughs> again that he with can, the hating? Yeah, Look at right. You. Seriously, Jesus we Christ. have like a chronic Holy hater cow. on this show. What the hell just Wait, happened? <laughs> I like that he's staying, but I, I honestly think he's kind of one of those characters where you can replace if you needed to. This movie in particular, I didn't really think he needed to be in it. <laughs> But yeah, the uh, that whole Hawaii thing and it was very not necessary. Yeah, that was Florida, by the way. That was it was Florida. Hawaii. Was they filmed Hawaii. in Hawaii. They filmed in Vancouver and Hawaii. They filmed the Hawaii stuff. In Are Florida. you being serious right my now? My son told me my son follows this YouTuber who was part. Yes, of, the YouTuber. The He's in Hawaii. Team. They said my son said he was in Florida and he is nine. So I, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> maybe he just thinks everywhere tropical is Florida. He was very sure. Okay, yes, yes. And there is a famous YouTuber that was in, like, the volleyball scene. Yes, uh, Preston Plays. That guy. So he is in the volleyball scene. He's got very tall hair. Yeah, and that's why they kind of, the camera kind of stays on him for longer than it should, a regular extra. One of the jacked guys or the guy standing on the sideline? No, he's one of the the, the B-squad. Oh, okay. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it, but it's it, like so. I watched the video with my son, and it shows him like I'm on a set of God, it's amazing. <laughs> and, and, you know, and for for his role, they gave him one of the, like one of the dressing rooms and what they call a four manger, which is like a, a basically a trailer with four dressing rooms in it. 
but he didn't really do he was like you said he was just he was an extra yeah but i mean yeah. they clearly clearly took care of him to the point where he had his own dressing room in a trailer he didn't have his own trailer he had his own dressing room in the trailer so this was a blog with, or a youtuber from yes. florida yes no i don't know where he lives maybe florida I, he plays video games and does you know gets into crazy antics which so he's younger love. they love the antics <laughs> uh, younger than me <laughs> yeah. they love yeah. the antics uh, yeah i you know i mean i could tell him stories for days about edward james almost and he would have no idea <laughs> <laughs> he's nobody if he doesn't have a youtube <laughs> Yeah. All right, so Tails was voiced by the same voice actress who has voiced Tails since 2014 in the game's Colleen O'Shaughnessy. So that was cool that they gave one of the like legacy voice actors a role in the movie. Did you enjoy her voice performance? Because that's basically been Tails since 2014. What do you think? Torpedo. Well, I need to apologize because the last podcast we did about the first Sonic, yeah. I totally said Tails was a girl. You did say Tails was a girl, and you actually said that Tails was like a psycho ex-stalker. Not taking that back, um, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. I just... <laughs> well, ta- Tails is voiced by a woman, so... And then we've got a new addition, Idris Elba is Knuckles. Oh, here's some interesting tidbit. Way back in February 2021, apparently Jason Momoa was in talks for the role of Knuckles. Do you think Knuckles would have been better or worse as Jason Momoa? Torpedo. I'll take both of them in my bed <laughs> tomorrow. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Are you, you objectifying Aquaman? Absolutely. He makes everything around him wet. I mean, I'll take him as like a homeless overweight like in pictures recently ever since they broke up uh him and lisa bonet i'll take that too because i know his potential wait lisa bonet from the cosby show yeah Yeah. they were married for a long time would you have liked momoa knuckles or are you happy with idris elba knuckles jess no preference i thought knuckles was fine he was he was uh, a very dynamic character for an animated video game character. Oh. Whose knuckles would you rather have in your bed, Momoa wow. or Elba? Me? <laughs> oh. I said I'd have both, so it's your turn. Sure. Why not? Both. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Wait, is it is it is it either of them or is it knuckles? Cuz oh. <laughs> I mean, knuckles has very big hands. I don't think <laughs> huge he's a hands. Huge. Just one spike. To the knuckle. So apparently <laughs> there's going to be a knuckle series on Paramount Plus and Edith Elba is going to also provide the voice for the knuckles series because they have to mess everything up now with series <laughs> tie-ins. Just like in the Batman, there's going to be a, a Penguin series. So we can't have any hit movies without a series on a streaming service, it seems. You got to ring that bitch for every day. Put your knuckles in it. Oh. <laughs> What's on Paramount Plus? Like, I don't have that one. I got excited about a Beavis and Butthead something that was happening, and then it, I never heard about it again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I just want to ask... <laughs> Really quick, you know, not into too much detail. Did you... How many knuckles? How many? How many <laughs> without knuckles? Without too many details. How many knuckles can you take? I lost my watch. <laughs> Did you like Sonic 2 Torpedo? Yes, with a couple things to change. 
Yes, with a couple things. All right, Jess, did you like Sonic 2? I assume you went to see this with the kids. Did your kids like it? Let us know. I feel like you okay. are the, the prime demo for this movie. I am here because I love the video games. And you asked me to come on your show, and I said, you know what? I can talk about video games. I can talk about video game movies. I, you want to talk about Bob Hoskins as, as Mario? We can do that. But when it comes to video game movies, and I've seen a lot of them. I mean, we can talk about The Wizard. The Wizard was like the ultimate kids fantasy like i'm traveling across the country with this hot chick <laughs> yeah exactly and i and i'm gonna make her fall in love with me on the back of my autistic brother <laughs> that's right <laughs> that is funny and and true but back to sonic you said be brief and and we're we're, we're circling the globe yep, yep yep i have to say that it is hands down one of my most favorite video game movies not named wreck it ralph I love Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, you look emotional about it. It's Disney. <laughs> it's really exciting because I can see in the credits the woman who worked in Human Resources who fired me. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Every time I see her name, I just shout out, Kim, I see you, girl. I see you every time I watch it with my kids. Remember the times we had together? <laughs> so you worked for the mouse too? I did. I, well, I was. Uh, I worked in business affairs for ABC Studios. Okay. For like the most evil people on the earth. And that. she's responsible for these films that are supposedly happiness for children. No, she. it was ABC Studios. Oh, so gross. It was basically TV shows that no one watches. <laughs> <laughs> JC, what did you think? I liked it. I didn't like it as much as the first one, though. I just, there was something about the first one that was a little more quaint, cute. He was a little fish out of water trying to figure out humanity. This one had more Sonic, though. You can't, like, really? Like, the other one was, like, love story and, like, very Marsden heavy. Well, the, the thing is, is, like, as soon as there's no humans in it, it's a it's just a fancy cartoon. So I agree. I like the first one better. Thank you. Allow me my opinion, Jess. Nope. <laughs> nope. Okay, so... <laughs> I I still think it's, it's good, and I'm actually excited for what happens with Shadow the Hedgehog. Same. Because Shadow the Hedgehog has a fascinating backstory. So, I liked it. Jess liked it. Torpedo liked it. Did audiences like it? It's time for us to give the Fresh Hot Stats. Fresh Hot Stats. Fresh Hot Stats. Uh, so, these fresh hot stats. The film made about $26.8 million on the first day. It's first day. That's a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah? Especially during a pandemic. Yep. And that's including the $6.25 million from Thursday night previews. Nice. Kids uh, are out late on Thursday. Right. It's not for the kids. The Thursday night preview was all the adult man, man children. <laughs> it just, it was. So, yeah, those were double of the first movie, which is crazy. Did the other movie come out during pandemic? Interestingly enough, it was the last movie we saw before the pandemic mm -hmm. and the first movie we saw yep. after the pandemic. Okay, so that's really was, cool. So we were very much bookended by Sonic, so... All right, so this oh. film grossed about $72.1 million over its three-day opening weekend, uh -huh. which is way more than the first one, which was $58 million. It suppressed Bruce Almighty, which was $68 million, and that was Jim Carrey's highest three-day domestic opening. So, As number one on the call sheet, is that what you Probably. mean? Probably. And this movie broke the opening record for a video game adaptation, which was previously held by the first one, so also pretty cool. Okay, but the other video game adaptations are terrible. I brought up Bob Hoskins. And yes. Mario, like what? Dennis Hopper as Bowser. Be proud, go Goomba. That was terrible. 
at this point, that has to be some kind of bizarre, culty movie, right? You know, the stories from that set are that, like, Bob Hoskins was basically drinking the entire time. <laughs> and apparently he, like, broke his hand by getting his hand slammed in one of the van doors or something. <laughs> Wait, have you... <laughs> Super Mario Brothers, yes, it is an absolute train wreck, which Disaster. which makes it fascinating for some reason. Yeah, it's it's something special. Like I, I was watching Sonic Two, and I was just like, "There's no way that Mario could be this good ever." Like they they can't make a Mario movie. Well, because also, this. well, like, Mario is a human plumber, and Sonic <laughs> well, gets to be like this crazy blue hedgehog alien. It's much harder to base a movie around like a fat plumber and his skinny brother who are suddenly fighting like. Like turtle people. No one's trying to remake that one, right? Like it's. Have you seen it? I have, but I don't really remember it because. So I was born in '88. So. Oh. She's here to bring in a certain demographic. Again, the hater. <laughs> right. Oh my god. No. I'm sorry. I I invited a millennial to co-host. <laughs> Terrible. All right. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Before we just start fixing a movie, I'm going to do a quick plot summary. We do our plot summaries provided by Movie Pooper. Movie Pooper. Movie Pooper, where they wipe away the excess. We're going to give you the one pinch summary. One. All right. So the Movie Pooper didn't cover it. They shat the floor again. Second episode in a row where Movie Pooper missed the bowl. So we're just going to go to Wikipedia. Here we go. I'm going to do this as fast as I can. Here is the plot for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Several months after defeating Dr. Robotnik and being adopted by Tom and Maddie Wachowski as their son, Sonic the Hedgehog attempts to help the public as a vigilante to little success. Tom advises Sonic to remain patient for the day. His powers will be needed before he and Maddie depart for their sister Rachel's wedding in Hawaii. Sonic plans to have fun while home alone, but is attacked by Robotnik, who has returned with the help of Knuckles the Echidna. Sonic is rescued by Miles Tails Prower. Miles per hour, get it? Miles per, Miles per hour. hour, get it? <laughs> mm. Alright, Sonic convinces Tails to help him find the Master Emerald. Sonic and Tails follow clues on a map from Sonic's deceased guardian Longclaw to Siberia, where they find a compass within an old temple. During an ensuing avalanche, Robotnik and Knuckles steal the compass. Tom rescues <laughs> Sonic and Tails by using a ring to teleport them to the wedding. Rachel's fiancé, Randall, and his wedding guests reveal themselves as undercover agents of the Guardian Units of Nations, or GUN. Robotnik and Knuckles find an underwater temple containing the Master Emerald. Sonic goes to the temple and fights Knuckles, but Robotnik steals the emerald and leaves Knuckles to die with Sonic as the Master Temple collapses. Sonic and Knuckles escape. Robotnik absorbs the Master Emerald. In Green Hills, Robotnik destroys Gun's forces and creates a giant robot resembling himself. Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles work together to fight the robot and reclaim the Master Emerald, but it shatters, releasing the seven Chaos Emeralds. Remember, every game is about collecting the Chaos Emeralds, right? Right, Chess? Right. It resonated with me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> is that what you call your, your testicles? Majesticles? Is that what you call Majestical, the majestical emeralds. <laughs> Wait, no, he just said jessicals. You called them majesticals. Okay. <laughs> I've never heard that before, and now. I'm... <laughs> Wait a minute. That is the emerald that you have given me tonight, and I am taking it with me. Majesticals. All right. Wow. Uh, Tom and Maddie rescue Sonic, who uses the chaos majesticals to transform into supersonic. He destroys the robot before dispersing the emeralds and reverting back to normal. Knuckles restores the master emerald from the remaining shards and agrees to safeguard it with Sonic and Tails. So that is the plot. Shannon! Majesticals! <laughs> 
That is a long sentence. I know, that was not short. But your testicles got a new nickname, so I would. So I'm not going to complain. Yeah. Before we just start fixing a movie, a lot of people work on a movie. Jess, we know this. How many people work on a movie? Especially one of this size, right? A lot. Like, like there are all the people you see in the credits, and then all the people they just completely fuck over. Exactly. So a lot of people work on a movie. Yeah, it's true. Before it's we just lot. start, it's quote unquote, fixing our movie with our unearned egos, let's just say one thing that we really liked about Sonic 2. You go first, Torpedo. Knuckles. I mean, I know he's like a character and he's not a part of the movie, but he was a lot of the movie. And in the first half of the movie, he's basically the Hulk. In the second half, he's Thor. Who are my favorite Marvel superheroes? Hulk and Thor. Two more people that you want in your bedroom. Um, oh yeah. And Hulk. <sighs> Smash. Like together? Or are you there? Or I'm there. Little me. Someone's gotta watch. She's not watching. I'm going to have a little Hulk Thor baby. I don't think that's the immoral of the story. So <laughs> let's... Uh, Jess, what is something that you liked about Sonic? What did I like? I liked Jim Carrey. I thought he was amazing. I love the mustache. Yes. Like, and, and the goggles... Like like the aviator goggles that are stuck to his forehead, not functional in the slightest. Like like, like the, does it need a strap to hold on there? No. They knew what Robotnik looked like, and they went with. It. And they called him Robotnik. That's one of like my major issues with the evolution of the Sonic franchise is that he became Eggman, and it's like, what, what is Eggman? Like that is dumb. I agree. Like, uh, hey hey uh, J yeah. What did you like? Yes. What so did you like? I really like that they leaned harder into the lore. This is obviously a movie made by people who understand Sonic. These are people that are trying to give longtime Sonic fans something that they will like. Knuckles, the Master Emerald, the Labyrinth Zone in Sonic 1, including Gun from Sonic Adventure. So that's what, what I really, really like about it. But with that bullshit out of the way, let's go ahead and let's fix this movie. What do you guys think? Let's yeah, do let's it. All right, co-host with the most, Torpedo. I have the most. Duh. Okay, yeah. good. Why don't you give us your first fix for Sonic the Hedgehog 2? Perfect. I just want to start by saying I absolutely hated the Russian scene. Hated. Mm, the Siberia stuff. Yeah, whatever. Siberia, Russia. I am I am fully with Zelensky and the people of Ukraine. I <laughs> Actually, that's that's good. This movie was not shown in Russia because of, because of that. the stuff in Ukraine. <laughs> Poorly, well... Poorly timed. It was the Russian thing. Yeah, it's like, ooh, did not see the invasion of Ukraine coming. Yeah. The Russian people right now are like, why couldn't Putin have waited until fall so we could get the little blue Sonic? <laughs> okay, my fix. Siberia. I absolutely hated the dance battle. So overused. Yeah. And I know it's a kids movie. Kids love their dances and they yeah. mention flossing. Because all mentioned- these kids watch TikTok now. TikTok and it's it's it wasn't for me. I didn't like it. Um, okay, so how would you have changed that? Well, also, oh. I want to say 
when the Siberian guy was dancing and they were trying to follow him, like copy his moves, they couldn't do it. But yet when they did their own dance to Bruno Mars, the moves are way more complicated. Like they... (laughs) Yeah, well, and he got third. Yeah, got but third. I was just like, uh, you couldn't follow the kick, but you could spin on your head. Like, I didn't understand, like, why. Okay, but whatever. Yeah. None of it made sense. It didn't. So what I actually thought was going to happen when they showed the super, you know, muscly guy with a tattoo of himself on his chest. Right. I thought they were going to actually fight, like have an actual fight scene. Like Siberian underground MMA. That's exactly what I thought. Like a- like a spit, a, a spit swapping yeah. makeout oh, match. Okay. Um. <laughs> so like underneath the bar is this caged room yeah, where either they're gonna have to fight down there. Whatever, or the ca- or a cage rises up from the floor, <laughs> the like fancy to the in ceiling, Siberia. and they're they're there with this guy. And I thought it would be one of those scenes where it would show him. And then he would actually be the bodyguard for another person. So I don't know if anyone that follows this, you know, watches MMA at all. But Khabib is this Siberian fucking like monster. When was the last time that you fought a bear? Like three weeks ago. He fights bears and all that stuff. You're adding cameos. I like it. That's how I would change it. In the while they're walking in and they're like, okay, you know. They, what do they say? They said something like Siberians are super nice. They're welcoming or whatever. Right. Instead of coming in in the clothes that they found on the side separately, they stacked each other on top just in case they would run into someone they would have to fight or nice. into a situation oh, oh, like so that. So they do like that classic bit where they, they're they stacked on each other. Right. To try to look like a human. Exactly. Like if you're going to repeat a dance battle, I think you can get rid of that. Fighting and- a known mma fighter yes they're not sneaking into a movie like i don't i like it i like why they should be able to they're two aliens yeah that would have been funny and of course since it's like a kid movie the the famous mma guy would have had to submitted to something like them pulling his armpit hair or something right so it was a perfect opportunity (laughs) to add in comedic relief but also show sonic speed skills right that's a huge part of mma and then also throw in we missed a great opportunity tails gadgets yeah yeah. He had with him. So what if the Russian they fight is actually Zangief from Street Fighter? Yeah. <laughs> okay. There yeah. we go. I mean, that would have been amazing. <laughs> Video game but people no. would freak with out. his triangular like... chest hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, how much cooler would that have been? They're like, oh, we missed a chance. <laughs> yeah, there's like the, watching that movie the video gone game. Wild. Like... <laughs> that would have been the best video game crossover ever. Like Sonic <laughs> fought Zangief in Siberia. <laughs> that would have been I amazing. Know. Been like, ab- think how cool that would have been. Would have been like, I've been like, that blew my mind. Like, that would make the movie. Like, I would buy the. Jess, the person who owns their own gaming arcade in their own house, as well as is a well-known professional sports blogger. Why don't you give us your first fix for Sonic 2? Well, I would like to start by thanking John Elway. No. Um, <laughs> okay, here's my fix. and it's, I thought the movie was great. I, the Russian thing, yes, that was weird. And um, I think it needed to be more video game centric. Mm-hmm. There were two moments. Okay. That it could have it could have recalled the okay. game the old. What's your first game. one? All right, do you remember the first time you ever played Sonic? You remember what you did? You're like you you had to figure out how to ball up, 
and hit the turbo yes. so you could fly. So you could go through the thing, right? Yep. So you, you like ball up. You know, and then you release and you go and it's like fast and awesome. And cool. It was like an adrenaline rush. <laughs> right. It's awesome. So something you figured out on like a, a sleepover with your, your friends. And then exactly. and then you woke up in the in the morning and your underwear was on Did back. you have that experience? Yeah, well, you know, we all we all had interesting relatives. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so so there is a moment with uh, with the beacon, right? And he wants to cross the ocean. Sonic can't swim. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to cross the ocean, and he ha- he's like, I really have to go fast mm-hmm. so that I can make it across. Yeah. And if there was ever a time for him to be like, zoom, 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 <laughs> like to ball right. up and do like the video game thing. It's true. He didn't ball up, which was weird because that it would have made sense for him to ball up at that point. That's- oh, heck yeah. Zoom, 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 zoom. Zoom, 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 the zoomies. Go! <laughs> because all he wants to do is yeah. zoom, a zoom, a zoom, zoom, and the boom, boom. Just shake your arm. JC. Yes. What is your first fix? My first one is pretty minor. I like the idea of having the mean bean coffee shop as where his former henchman has been working i had no indication that this guy was the level of dr robotnik at all and had created the most sophisticated secret layer in a coffee shop that i'd ever seen in my (laughs) in my entire life i mean the coffee shop itself really cool because it's an homage to a game from 1993, Dr. Robot and its Mean Bean Machine. So I think it should have stayed as just a cool Easter egg instead of an entire... Lair. <laughs> the, the police drink coffee at all Yes, the that time. everyone is right. there drink coffee at. And then when they... Did they just think that they could close indefinitely and nobody was going to peek in the window? And change I mean, your rating from an A to an minus? Suddenly, yeah. I know, it's like a chance to <laughs> And then, like, the cop, Adam Pally, just looks in the window and sees all the layer stuff. I mean, he literally just looks, takes his little hand, puts it above his eyeballs, and looks in the window and figures out that there's a secret layer in there. So, I mean, it's it's very goofy. I would have kept that as just a Easter egg, and that's my very small fix. I have a much more complicated one later for fix number two. Woo woo! If you had a coffee shop, what would you name it? Filipino. Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> so Torpedo. What is your second fix for Sonic? Here we go. I hate tails. I've always hated tails. Whoa. I've always hated tails. I know. And I never honestly had a reason. I just thought she was really an. It's a he. He. I okay. He. Voiced by a she. Just kidding. But it's a he. Gender is fluid. It doesn't matter. But right. Get it right. Right. I don't care about gender. I love the they were the passion in which they were annoying always to me. But in this movie, I don't feel like tails was represented enough no. like they didn't tails doesn't do shit in this movie no Th- his backpack was more important than- oh, exactly very true all right go ahead okay so first of all they didn't even say tails full name until the end of the movie they were miles just- per hour hey, dads across america like <laughs> <laughs> wet themselves when <laughs> wait hold on can i tell you that in the theater like Dads across America did <laughs> original Sonic music played on the cell phone during yes. the yes. like like I I was kind of, I, like I was like oh my god that's awesome. great I freaked out <laughs> is in the that, theater. that was there was like an audible gasp. <laughs> 
Anyway, okay, so back to Tails. So I, I don't know if you guys know, but first of all, Tails and Sonic are from the same planet. Really? And the way Tails told Sonic about that entire situation and why she came to find him was very stalker-like. Yeah. I swear to God, if you call her... <laughs> I'm sorry! Hey, you're a guest. You calm down. I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. You calm down, I'm so, I've been so used to calling Tails a girl for the past... 33 years of my life that it's just okay i gotta i gotta go the they route i gotta go the they route okay I apologize. you don't have to apologize I, it's totally I, cool i've gotten very i've gotten very threatening my <laughs> anyway i will i don't even know where i'm at right now um i wanted sonic and tails to have more of a like a one-on-one moment. I wanted mm-hmm. them to have a sentimental Ooh. moment where Tails was they like, explore each other's bodies. Oh, I've always looked up to you, but Sonic never knew who Tails was. Mm-hmm. And when their planet blew up, you know how they're like, oh, Sonic and Knuckles were the only two people. Well, there wasn't. Tails was also there. Tails kind of relied on the technology that they had to basically stay up in space. Okay. And that's when Tails was like, oh yeah, I was doing nothing one day and all of a sudden I saw a sonic boom from Earth. And then that's when he was like, yeah, I watch you take baths. And like, <laughs> oh, oh, that's, that's what they right, said in the movie. In yeah. the movie, they said yeah. that. Oh. So Sonic was like, oh, do you watch me take Son- a shower? Sonic was kind of cool with it. He, was, he like rolled with yeah, it. Yeah, he did roll with it. And they you didn't know say why? anything after. Because Sonic wanted that too. No, because... <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say Sonic's got BDE. He's got big dick energy. Oh, yeah. They're just trying to launch a Sonic only game. Right. <laughs> I'm sure people would pay for that, too. Um, I wanted yeah. I wanted Tails to be like... I, I just wanted Tails to have a reason to look up to Sonic more than, I found you in space and stalked you, and okay. now Here's my here backpack I am. Of, Here's my backpack gadget. of things. Yeah. Use my backpack. <laughs> All right, so what is what is the that. thing that Sonic does that makes Tails look up to him? I is actually it think Sonic it's, trying to be blue blue justice or whatever. So that's what got his attention, but I think it's when both of them realized that they both felt alone. Right. Yep. That brought them together. Yeah. Love. Friendship love. And plus Tails has seen Sonic's pee-pee in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> Loud. Loud. Jess, pro sports icon. Icon. I like that. Why, why don't you give us your second fix? So I feel like they got a little lazy in editing. Oh. Again, I go back to Sonic going fast in the video games. Mm-hmm. The best parts of the game are when. You go, and you launch him, and he goes through like this whole like, you know, he zooms yeah, through. Yeah. Amazing. That is the most joyous thing, part you know? is when he's just flying across and, the board. Yeah. Even if you like, like fucked like, up yeah. too and ran into something like and, and lost all, all his, your coins. Oh, I went super fast. Yeah. It was worth it. It was, it was totally worth it. Worth it right? yeah. Because you went crazy fast. So in all the shots of him running fast, it's always like a shot from above. And you see like a blue streak going. Yep. No, you needed to do the side <laughs> shot oh. of him in the ball. Yeah. yeah. You know, doing it like the game. That is the easiest thing they could have done. That's a no brainer. Yes. It, it, it was it was done in 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 86 or whatever. Just call that back. 
for those running scenes where it's just like you see a blue streak. And it's just like yeah. so lazy. It's so side lazy. scroll one scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and yeah, that would have absolutely. drove everybody nuts, right? That's what they try to do at the end with the credits because that's what they did. It was that side, you know, view, except he was on a skateboard. He was like, they tried to modernize it. That was too little, too late. Yeah. The game showed him going fast. The movie should accept that canon. Not a Torpedo, you're the co-host. I've already yelled at you. Okay, once, it's all good. I apologize. <laughs> AJC. Yeah. What is your second fix? Okay. What's really crazy is my fix also has to do with tails, but I'm gonna go a little bit deeper. So here we go. So basically, I don't like that tails is the tease at the end of the last film and then isn't introduced in the second film until after Knuckles. And also, Knuckles gets a character with a complex backstory. He undergoes a change. He has a full arc in the story. Tails just hangs out and tells Sonic how great he is. It's very strange. So let's talk about Tails for a second. Tails is a super important character that they don't give the due that Tails deserves at all. Is he important, though? Is he important? In canon. In canon. I'm now that guy that says things like, in canon. And, and that's, that's okay. I'll come to terms with it later when I listen to this, but that's hard for me. Like I In 1992, he was voted by Electronic Gaming Monthly as best new character. Sonic 2 was the second highest selling game ever for, for Genesis. Sega! Maximum PC listed him as their third greatest sidekick ever. Kinema.com ranked him fifth. Maxim listed him as the eighth most underrated sidekick. Next to Ed McMahon. Ed is drunk. You are correct, sir. Yes. <laughs> Nobody listening to this is gonna get that reference. <laughs> That's under no. like fucking fit. Torpedo qualified for us. <laughs> yes. Uh, Mashable said he was the sixth greatest sidekick of all time. Of all time, uh, Sonic and Tails together, IGN magazine, they were rated the ninth greatest gaming duo. I mean, Tails is not a minor character and in this movie he's made to be so minor tales in the games was described actually as a mechanical prodigy who rivals dr robotnik but has not realized his full potential i mean we just get the scene where he's got a duffel bag full of weapons but that's like a comedy scene with the bride and the bridesmaids and he didn't even get to use him yeah, yeah somebody else got to use all of the freaking tech that i mean that got. was another scene that i could have done without I have uh, an opinion on the whole wedding stuff that is not shared by a lot of people. I laughed the most during that scene. I enjoyed myself the most watching the insanity of Sonic wrecking a wedding and then the bride going insane and using alien weapons to just wreak havoc through this resort. Okay, you brought up the wedding. The the snow, the avalanche that came through the, the ring. Yes. It was kind of lackluster. It is a full-on avalanche, and there, there there's maybe like yeah. two t- Toyota right. t- Tacoma truckloads of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Right, so I, wait, I have another thing. See now, see this is the problem. You guys are like like picking at the scab, and it started to bleed, and now <laughs> now I have problems. Now I've got problems. Oh, okay, so like, all right. So they have rings, right? Yeah. So, and these are not easy rings to come by, right? In the first movie, a, a long claw gives them to, to Sonic. So there's like a finite number of these rings. Yeah. And he's just like, oh yeah, no, you guys are flying to, you guys are going to Hawaii. Sure, here, like whoop. 
you know, I'll just waste one of these like all important rings. Well, this is something that that I wondered because I, I thought that one of the big motivators in, in the first film, one of the like suspense points, was that he had one ring left. So that's the very first thing that I thought yeah. when I saw this I, in the or in the first scene with Sonic. Yeah, he had a bag of them again. Yeah, where did same. that come from? I thought the same thing. I thought the whole thing about the first movie was that he used his last ring to send Robotnik to the mushroom. Right, right, like he. Used his last ring so i don't know where he got a whole nother so i feel like in the first movie once you used a ring it was gone yeah. it was kind of that deal same yeah and then here yeah. it was like oh let's use a ring here go to fucking hawaii hey come back two days yeah. later i need i need to get some beer can you <laughs> right like... wait can you just open up a ring i need, I need you to import, teleport me to the circle k i would just reach into the freezer Pull out the beer, <laughs> drop a 20, and close the ring. Yeah. You wouldn't drop the 20. <laughs> yeah, you would just take it. I mean, if you're going to use a ring, I mean, th- there's only a finite number of these rings. I I'm mean, with you. Th- it should be worth at least a 40 of slit. <laughs> okay. Can I finish my fix? Yeah, I thought you were done. No. Jesus Christ. Here we go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so how do we build Tails and Ark in this story? I want Tails to come to Earth after the pulse, the first time Tails sees this pulse of energy, instead of being a creepy voyeur. I'm your biggest fan, I'll follow you until you love me. <laughs> I like it. Right, here we go. Papa Rotsy. So Tails, like the tech wizard that he is, has listeners that are out into the universe looking for energy, looking for signals, etc. And he goes down and initially, yes, is spying a bit behind trees. And Sonic is like, did I just see something or did I not see something? But I want the beginning of the film to be building the friendship between Sonic and Tails. Sonic alone as the only one of his kind on Earth and Tails being alone as a result of being bullied about his dual tails. Like, Tails approaches him finally, and they become buddies. Sonic is reluctant and finds him mildly annoying with his Stan approach to his friendship with Sonic. But I actually want it to be Sonic and Tails that ruin the house. Remember when Sonic ruins the house as soon as they leave for Hawaii? Just like like a reckless orgy. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah well... A reckless yes. orgy. We'll see what... Uh, tails can do with 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 two tails but oh. like i mean if he's got two tails who knows maybe he's got two of a few things buttholes but holes <laughs> and okay and he's gender fluid already we yes already know this. like so anyway Torpedo dropped it <clears throat> i so i want them like ruining the house together to be their buddy montage so that way you're building up that would have been awesome you're building yeah, yeah you're building up sonic and tails as friends instead of him coming late into the story as just no, like it was too late it was definitely too that, late. Yeah. awesome yeah thank you yeah he, he they resumed the first movie at the at, at like half hour into the first the right. second movie. right so i thought like this one they really needed it to be Tails and Sonic, and they're building their relationship, and then Knuckles and uh, Robotnik, and then they show up to ruin the day, okay? But that's that, That's the struggle of this movie, is that you have doofus-looking guy. James Marsden? Marsden. You have right. James Marsden. So you have James Donut Marsden Lord. and, like, their relationship, and then you have Tails and their relationship, but yeah. they can't develop the Tails relationship because the Marsden relationship wasn't fully developed. So they're <laughs> like, we need to send him away. Let's send him to Hawaii. Like, sending the parents away on a vacation so the kids can run amok is a, is a very common trope. It is, but I think it would have worked 
if it was one of those situations where at the end of the movie, Marzen came back and was like, I'm home. How was your vacation? Or, you know, how was your time at home? Right. Where and he's like, Kevin, where he knew nothing. Nothing happened. Yeah, that would have been amazing. That would have been excellent. Right. right. Like, yeah, that, that was better right. than. Yeah. And that actually would have fixed your guys' problem with a lot of people's problem, which is the wedding scene. Right. Or, you know what I mean? We just fixed the movie. We, we just fixed the movie. <laughs> we just like, fixed that's the it. That, that's it. That's it. You the whole just goddamn take, thing. You take Marsden out of it. You save. What twenty million in in in? Uh, oh yeah, salary. he gets paid bank for this movie. I bet. True. Yeah, you so. take him out, and, and then it becomes just like the video game, like like we were saying earlier. Yep. Like, so yeah. Tails comes into the movie much earlier. Knuckles comes into the movie much later. James Martin d- Marsden doesn't exist. James Marsden is in the beginning, <laughs> and then he's in the end. Done. Yeah, that's so, exactly yeah. right. So because uh, it's a movie about Sonic, not that. And then also because he is a tech genius, I wanted him to have a little more stake in the the story. So in the end fight, I want it to be Tails who creates some kind of device to disable the giant Eggman suit, and he gives it to Sonic to put it some certain place in the circuits of the suit. I mean, it's not going to work, of course, and Sonic is still going to be need to become supersonic, but I want Tails I want Tails to be more of Sonic's worthy sidekick. To be the like mechanical genius to Sonic Speedy Brawn. I mean, Tails I was think fast. Tails was unconscious for too long. Tails was fast. Yeah. Like that was the thing. Like Tails could always catch up to Sonic. Yeah. And like you saw him in this movie and he was just like So I had an issue at the end when, you know, it was the three of them and he was like, Tails, your brain, Knuckles, your strength, and my speed. But I was like, Right. You're all the same speed. Like, (laughs) Sonic, you really have nothing. You're kind of the worst one out of these three. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And James Marsden, your forgettability. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Who's a hater oh, now? Oh, well, are you a hater? <laughs> Look, listen to you. What a hater. Jesus. I want, I'm the video game guy. I root for the video game guys. There's no James Marsden wow. in the game. A guy's just trying to make a, an honest dollar in Hollywood. We'll see if he can get James on his glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so without further ado, I think we should consider Sonic screaming. There, there he you goes. You just got fixed, bitch. <laughs> oh, he's really leaning into so it. So aggressive. Wow, this, this is a guest who really leans into it. This is good. All right, here we go. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. does anybody have a final thought on Sonic Torpedo? No, I'm excited for Shadow. You're excited for Shadow. Yeah. All right. All right, Jess, do you have a final thought? Any little extra tidbit for... Sonic 2. My final thought is this has been the greatest six hours. <laughs> yes! oh, that's so terrible. But really, six hours. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you do it again. You know it. Absolutely. No, this is actually a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. And uh, Sonic is still a great movie. I highly recommend it. And if you hadn't had a chance, uh, the Super Mario movie with Bob Hoskins, <laughs> I, I recommend you do not rent that. 
All right. I'm going to do it. So <laughs> my final thought is the the crazy man's drawing of Sonic was Sanic, which was this like, if you go to any of the meme pages, Sanic was this drawing by this YouTuber Onyx Heart. He uploaded a video titled How to Draw Sanic Hedgehog. And it was basically a poorly drawn illustration where he was trying to purposely pretend to be like an idiot child and some and but but they've made games out of sanic like people have made cheesy like like little video games out of sanic and yeah so there's this whole underworld of sanic and based off of super Super, yeah super of sanic well he he becomes super sanic when he collects all the chaos doritos Right. Yeah. Yes. Cool. I ranch. really do wish this show could see my faces. <laughs> my face. Uh, okay. Well, I I still don't know what you look like because it's I've been looking at just uh, uh, the plant and the plant. and the painting yeah. that's really too high. Yeah, the painting that's too high. Uh, <laughs> and, the, and the Clorox wipes. So torpedo is a world-class athlete and also enjoys movies and is a podcast personality she is a two-time ncaa national championship rugby champion and team usa's and she's team usa's first women's women's strength and conditioning coach that's awesome yes yeah i just came back from vancouver we just played canada that's awesome this podcast has some wild talent it's it's very (laughs) like like talent that it that it doesn't deserve let's just let's just let's just be honest about it (laughs) so anyway you can find screen fix podcast anywhere that you find podcasts and obviously you found it that's why i actually stopped doing this segment if you want to follow us you can follow us at screen fix pod you can follow torpedo at it's like m pepito yeah it's m pepito with like three 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 o's yeah you can follow her on twitter she's on there you can dm her just not just not sexually. If you want to get Unless you're Jason Momoa. <laughs> or Idris Elba. Or Idris Elba. Uh, if you want to get a hold of Jess. You can get me at J-E-Z-R-U, Jez Rue on the Twitters. And uh, where can people uh, get a hold of some of your work? Uh, you can you can read my stuff, uh, my Denver Broncos-centered uh, uh, stuff. I just wrote a killer article on the USFL Denver Gold Team from 1985, because that's what I do. I'm the history guy. Uh, so uh, you can find me at Mile High Reporter. Awesome. <laughs> Let's leave everybody with your best sound effect for Sonic using his, what is his ball thing? <laughs> his turbo. His thing. turbo. Yeah. Let's <laughs> leave everybody with your best version of Sonic using his turbo. Uh, I'm going to let you go first, Jess. Go ahead. <laughs> you, you basically sound like a <laughs> Coleman drill. <laughs> I feel like that's what yeah, we're all going right. to sound like. <laughs> Torpedo, what is your best sonic sound effect for when he's balled up? Go. Oh, here we go. That was surprisingly good. That was way better than yours. All right, everybody. So join us next time when we will fix another film on Screen Fix. Thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hurricane was my jam in college. Oh, boy. <laughs> Between Hurricane and Old English. This is the story oh, yeah. of the hurricane. <laughs> How Torpedo always got laid. Ooh.
Mm-t-t-t-t-t.